The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for the Hatzlacha of Yosef ben Sarah and his family, donated by Anonymous. May Hashem. Bless Yosef ben Sarah and his family with Osher v'chavod, Hatzlacha u'bri'ut, v'chol milin demetav. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilun nishmat hacham Abraham za'afrani ben Latifa. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilun nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Kov Bet Amud Bet. Yesterday, three lines from the bottom. Yesterday's daf, we learned as a hiluk between, when we, call, when we talk an ampulia, which we learned as like a sock, we said there's a difference between a leather sock and a cloth sock. Like the bed, the mitzvah of halitza. So we said when it comes to a leather sock, so then already one can fulfill the mitzvah of halitza. It's considered like a shoe, however, when it's a cloth sock, so one cannot fulfill the mitzvah. We brought ayot for this. So the Gemara says that this was Rabah's. Uh, answer. So the Gemara says, Tanya kevatet Rava. We have a Brayta to support Rava. The Brayta says, Chalza b'menagal hanifram. If let's say a person made chalitza with a shoe that was nifram, which means it was torn, the upper part of it was torn. Shechofet Rava regel, but still the shoe is covering the majority of the foot. Or b'sandal hanifhat, a sandal that. Part of the shoe is missing, the piece of the leather, but still, but still, it, the majority of the foot is able to still fit in the sandal. The Mifarchim point out that since by the minal it's soft leather, so the word nifram is more fitting. However, by a sandal where it's uh, um, hard leather, leather, so therefore it's more fitting the word nifhat. It was diminished. In any event, sandal shil sha'am v'shil siv. If let's say you have the sandal, it's not made out of leather, but it's made out of sha'am shil siv. That's a type of, let's say, uh, grass. It was a type of weed that used to grow around the bottom of the trees, and they used to make uh, begadim out of them. And these items over here are hard, they're tough, and therefore they protect the, the foot. <coughs> Bekav akiteya, Kitav akiteya is talking about Barminan of somebody's foot, let's say, got cut. So they made like a wooden uh, shoe they put on the uh, stump of his foot over there. It's called Kav akiteya. Bemok, what is Bemok? That's also a type of shoe that's made out of felt. Bismichat haraglaim. Bismichat haraglaim is. They have a certain uh, type of um, simicha, is a crutch that they made out of wood or leather, and they do that for, let's say, somebody that um, cannot use his legs, so he uses his hands, let's say, to walk. You know, he, he supports himself with his hands, so they put like this type of uh, leather on the bottom of his uh, foot, because his feet drag. 
So therefore they put this type of item on the bottom of his feet as he's walking, but usually using his hands. It's called semichat haraglayim. Or let's say it's the sock that's made out of leather. The person, let's say, making alitza from the, uh, the ladies making alitza from a gadol. Ben Omed, whether he's standing, Ben Yoshev, whether he's standing, Ben Mota, whether he's leaning on his side, we're going to say in all these cases the Haditha is going to be Kishinab. We have one more. Or halitza that's done from a blind man, halitzata keshera. In all those cases, the halitza is keshera. Now, just on the last two cases, we have to get a little reasoning. What would the hadush be of ben omed ben yosheb ben mota? Well, really, I would think that halitza really has to be done standing. The mefarshim explain that because it's compared to gemardin. Gemardin is like the final judgment, and just like in court, at the time of the gemardin, everybody has to be standing. So you might have. Thought, and that's why the Khatala really Bahalitza also everybody has to be standing. However, but the Abad, the Hadush of the Brightness, if they were sitting or they were leading, it'll be okay as well. Uh, regarding Sumeh, why a blind man uh, can make a Halitza, why would I think not? Because I would think that maybe he has to see the spit, because she has to spit in front of him. So if somebody's not able to see the spit, maybe it cannot be a Yutzahad. It is also okay. In any event, what do you see in the beginning of this Braita? That in Ampunia, the sock that's made out of leather, the deen is what? In a type of shoe that was torn, it's not covering the majority of the leg. The sandal that was lacking, it diminished. It does not receive the majority of the foot. is that oh, sometimes when a, a person would... Um, let's say use his hands, let's say, to, 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 to thrust himself, they would put like pads on the hands itself, to rest his hands on the ground. So that's called semichat yadayim, uba'anpidya shil beged, or an anpidya sock made out of cloth, v'choletzit minakatan, or let's say a halitza that was done, by a katan, halitzata pisula. So in all those cases over there, the halitza is indeed pesula. But you see a bright that makes a look between and pul yashel or and pul yashel beged. Comes the Mishnah, comes the Gemara now and analyzes the brighter. One of the cases of the brighter was kaba kiteya. We said that what? That you have this wooden shoe, let's say, that the kiteya, that the person that has his legs cut off wears, so we said that's considered a good halitza, that wooden shoe. So he says, man, who must be the author of this brighter? Rabbi Meiri. Which means clearly it says the kiteya, the one that's legs are cut off, is yotse on Shabbat. He's allowed to go out on Shabbat with that kav, with that shoe that he wears, which means it's considered a shoe. Just on Shabbat, you would not be allowed to wear it uh, if, if it was considered carrying. But if you could be missing, you're allowed to wear it. Masma what? Considered a shoe. So therefore, the Gemara says, that must be the Shittah of Rabbi Me'id. It says a wooden shoe is considered a shoe. Rabbi Yosei or Oser. But Rabbi Yosei says, it is indeed 
Asur. So we see that what? According to the Bimeir, the Kav, the Kitaya, always is considered a Na'al, the Gabesh Shabbat, and therefore what Din Nayyan? Halisa. The Gabbara says, and Palyashil Begit. However, when the Braita said, and Palyashil Begit is no good, Atan Rabbanat, that must be going like the rabbi. It's not like the Bimeir. Because you see, the Bimeir, obviously, you don't need leather. The fact that he allowed the wooden shoe of the Kitaya, so seemingly he would also allow an Ampilya of cloth. But from the fact that the Gemara Baraita says Ampilya Shabbat is Pasul, so it must be that the Sefav the Baraita is going like Rabbanan, they're arguing on the Bimir. So it's a strange Baraita. And Resha is Rabimir, and the Sefa is Rabbanan. So Amar Abayim, with the Sefa Rabbanan, the fact that he tell me that the sefah by the case of the and Puriya should make it as Rabbanan must be the Resha by the car of the Kita as Rabbanan. Oh, but they see you can only use leather. So the Gemara says, Or it's talking about the Kiteya, that shoe that the Kiteya was wearing is uh, covered in leather. Which is, it's a wooden bottom, but it's covered in leather. It's, it's um, uh, surrounded in leather. I think it's considered a leather shoe. But if let's say it wasn't covered in leather, my Pasul. So what type of word? It's Pasul. That's the case. Adetari Piliashil beged. So what did you have to give me a new case of a piliashil beged? Liflog bedida. You could have gave the same haluk in the kav and say, but made the very mamurim b'mechupa or aval and b'mechupa or pasul. Which is why did you have to give a haluk when it came to ampilia between leather and non-leather? Keep the case of kitaya, the kav of the kitaya, and make the haluk between if it's covered in leather or not covered in leather. Now, why is it better to give me the haluk in this? case over here because a cab is more of a shoe because it's more sturdy of a shoe so the hadush would be that even a cab that's more sturdy of a shoe if it's not covered in leather it's going to be pasul why did you have to go give me the haluk by empilia to tell me the difference between leather and not leather give me the haluk in a bigger hadush in the case of kab go the other way that says what that's what a regular wooden shoe is going to be kashir because she says you don't need leather. Oh, and the sefa is also the bimira. Oh, the question is, according to the bimira, if you don't need leather, why then is the anpilia shil chil beged pasul? So the Quran says, hi magin, ve'ay lo magin. Because the difference is it doesn't shield the foot, which means it's a soft, like a sock. And therefore, even though he holds, you don't have to have leather per se, but it's got to protect the foot. So therefore, since the anpilia shil beged doesn't protect the foot, it's not going to be good for a halitza. Amara memor, memor continues and says, hi Man de it's a person that's making the Khalitza Sarikh Limit Khasya Likare. He has to press his foot down in, in the shoe on the ground. Now she says the reason why they want this, the person's shoe is on good so she'll fulfill the mitzvah of taking off the shoe. So they to press his foot down on the ground. What do you mean? But we learned just now in the bright bin Omed, bin Yosef, bin Mota. We said you can do the halitza standing. Okay, standing when the stand, his foot's on the ground. Bin Yosef. Okay, even sitting, you could say his feet are still touching the ground, but bin Mota is he's on his side. How does he have his feet on the ground? So the Gibraltar says, Ema ul olam de dahis de kara'eh. Which means, 
make sure that even in the case where he's motah, it's got to be in a way where his feet are on the ground, otherwise it's not going to be good. So you're going to have to add that stipulation to the Braita. Kavz Gavran says... She's say his feet are inverted. Which means his foot is actually upside down. Which means instead of walking on the bottom of his feet, which is normal feet, the, 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 the heel, his foot is turned upside down. Therefore, he walks on the top of the foot. As she says, Lihata lashon luhim planka klomar she'eno dores pimkom midras raglo, which is he does not walk on the normal place where people tread. Even though we learned in the Mishnah that from the knee down it's considered kasher if you made a haritzah. Which means he still has the normal shock. He has, let's say, the shin over there, the leg. And we learned me'al even above the leg. But here it's considered because the regal is inverted. So Kazakhiburan says again, Man, the masget, person that walks, Ali Hatai, walks on the literally the plank, the karbe of his foot, lo halitz kanamek halitza, because it's not considered that he has a regel. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar le Rav Asher Amemor. Be'atanya, we learned in the Brayta above, Simuchot Araglayim. When you see Mukot and Aglaim, we learned what are those supports that say they put on the leg when a person uses his hands, let's say, to support himself. So they put Simichot on the Aglaim. So the Gemara is understanding. Lav de Halitz Ba Ihu. We're assuming that why does he have these Simichot on his, on his Aglaim? Why does he need his hands to support him? Because his legs are inverted. And we're saying what? That those simichot that you take off the Yavam's uh, uh, legs, it's considered a good halitza. Oh, so even though his feet are inverted, so you see it's okay. So the Gemara says, No, diyayiv le le'acher ve'chalitz. It's not true about where he made the halitza. He's not making the halitza. He's not bar halitza. He doesn't have legs. It's true about where somebody else used those simichot. Somebody that has legs, Use the simichot of this guy for halitza is going to be kasher, but he himself cannot use them, as we said, because his legs are not considered legs. Comes the Gemara and says, "Amar Avashe, lemay de kamar amemor." According to what Amemor said, that the person's legs are inverted, cannot make halitza. Lav bar uba halitz, bar uba would not be subject to halitz. Ve'lav bar kiputz halitz, and the fellow by the name of bar kiputz cannot make halitza. We learned these two fellows in Mu'ad Katan that they uh, eulogized uh, uh, one of the rabbis, and Avashe was makpid on them. And since Rabbi Asher was mekpid, so their feet became inverted, and uh, therefore he's saying, guys like this, their feet are inverted, they cannot be subject to the mitzvah of halitza. Comes the Gemara and continues, that's the Gemara word, katan and dafkaf. 
comes the Gemara and says, Mina arkuba unmata. So we said what? If a person makes chalitza from the knee down, so already the chalitza is considered good. Unmini, we have a question. It says in the pasuk regalim, right? Shalosh regalim b'shana. That on the three holidays people have to go up to Yerushalayim. So the fact that Torah used the word regalim, which is like reglayim, they learn prat ba'ale kabin. It's coming to exclude somebody that doesn't have legs. To the, to the exclusion of Baale Kabin. And therefore, what is that Mashma? Uh, so that she says, Shepeturim in the Patur from the Mizvah going up to Rushalayim, Alma, Shok Lav Regelu. Which is, even though he only has a Shok, he only has, let's say, the, the leg, but that's not considered uh, a, 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 a Regel. And that's why it's Patur. But here we're saying, well, the Gabi Halitza. The shock is considered regel. The pasuk says not only is regel, but it says even the part that's upper, upper foot, and therefore the upper foot is considered the shock, and therefore it's okay. Which is by uh, uh, by the by the it's going to be the regel itself. The pasuk says have a regel. He's patur. Mashiach and it says me'al raglo from what's above his regel. If it's okay, Kamara says iachef. That's the case. Lemalam min arkuba neme. So then, would you make the cutoff point to me for even above the arkuba? It's also me'al raglo. Kamara says no me'al is good. Velo me'al the me'al, but not me'al me'al. Which is not not double. Which is this is already above the foot and above the knee. That's already twice me'al. I only have uh, once. So it's Amar Papa. So the Papa learned from here. Shmamina. We can learn from here that what? Hai istaviva. That's the place that connects the shok to the regel. What would they call that? Have a word for that? Ankle. That what they call it? Ankle. Okay, so the ankle. Yeah, that's the place that connects the leg and the shok. Okay, makes sense. Kasul, in Hebrew it's kasul, so it's an ankle. Ad nahit. They want to say that the ankle bone must go down all the way, all the way down to the to the leg. Why? The east Because if you want to say it separates, if you want to say there's a leg and there's an ankle and then there's a the shok, so then already the shok would be considered me'al de me'al. So must we have to say that the ankle bone goes all the way down to the leg, and therefore that's considered and therefore it's considered one, and therefore the shot is considered me'al raglo. So the Gemara says that the east, like the going to say that it's mitzak uh, it separates between the regel and the shok. me'al. So then the ankle would be considered me'al raglo. The shoka and the shok would be considered me'al the me'al. So therefore, must be the ankle bone goes all the way. That is considered part of the regel. Amar of Asher, if you want to say separate. that it's separate, still it's okay. Which means anything that's on the same uh, plane as let's say kafa regel is considered like the regel. Which means the back of the ankle is is uh, on the same uh, uh, area, we'll say, as let's say as the regel itself. So even though it's let's say separate, doesn't go all the way down, but it's considered kafa regel. That's all considered part of the the regel itself. So therefore, ankle and regel is one. And then you have me'ah, that would be considered the shok. So therefore it's, it's, it's considered part of the, uh, part of the regal itself.
comes again when I continues. Men al kuba ul mala. We said what from the knee and up. Mativ rafkana. Which means above the knee already is not considered a halitza. So the Gemara is going to ask questions. One pasuk says, This is talking about, let's say it says a lady, this is the Kedalot. It says a lady's embryo is going to come from between her legs, Ragleha. Now, that's calling, the, where does the baby come out? From the thigh. And it's calling the thigh already, Ragleha. Oh, so you see why you tell me above the knee? Above the knee should also be considered the subject of Halitza. Ragleat says, that when a lady is crouching in order to give birth, so she thrusts her heel in her yerich by her thigh, so therefore really the way she's sitting, it's like her, 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 her heel is... Part of in by the thigh. She's when she's leading over to, to to give birth or lying back to give birth. She she thrusts her leg inside. So therefore, really, the baby is coming out and bending like that because her ekev, her heel is uh, over there. So it's not about the thigh. It's not about the ekev itself. Tashema lo asar naglav velo asar sefamo. Now this pasuk literally means over here. He did not remove his um, the sa'ar of the zakan hatahton. That's so bad. He did not remove the hair in the lower hair in the in the private area. So but says lo asar aglav. It's calling the the hair in the private area, which is by the thigh. It's calling it aglav. For the asas tafamoi did not let his um, he did not shave his uh, mustache. That's so bad. If he bush it, so the Gemara says l'shnam me'aliyah. Torah is just using a nice language. It doesn't want to say that area, so it says lo asar aglav. But it really is not considered a regal. Tashema ve'yavosh shaul hasechet aglav. So he says when Shaul went to, to relieve himself. So it says Lasikat Raglav. So it's calling that area over here Raglav. But it says Lishnam Ali. Again, it's nice Lashon. Tashema Ach Masihu Raglav Bihadir Amikirad. I was talking about uh Aglon Melech Muab. When Ehud killed Elyon Aglon Melech Muab, so the uh, people on the outside didn't realize that he was dead, so they thought he was relieving himself. So they said, Ah, he's inside Masihu Raglav. So, but you see what? They're calling the area of the thigh, Raglav. Again, the Gemara says that's just a nice way of saying it. Ben Ragleha, that was by Ya'el. When Ya'el went with Sisera, Sisera was one of the uh, generals of Aram. And Ya'el killed Sisera, but before he killed him, she killed him, she tired him out by consecutive biot. So it says, Ben Ragleha. He was bent like that. That, 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 that. That's by her thigh. But really, the thigh is. Um, the, the, so you're calling the thigh again. Again, that's a lashon. It's a nice lashon. Amar Yohanan, Sheva Be'ilot Ba'al Otor Asha'a Be'otor Ayom. Sisera had seven biot with uh, Ya'il on that day. Shne'imar. Ben Ragle'a Kara, Nafal, Shachav. Ben Ragle'a Kara, Nafal, Ba'ashir, Kara, Sham, Nafal. So there was seven times it says Kara, Nafal, which is Lashon of Bi'ah. This pasuk, so therefore Ya'el had seven Bi'ah with Sisera. So the Gemara says, Ba'ashir, Kara, Sham, Nafal, Shidud. And then he, he fell over there. So the Gemara says, what's it mean? So what are you talking? But she had, she's having Hana'ah from the 
Avera, which means she's having uh, pleasure. Which means, the Gemara's question over here is not necessarily that she made a avon. Because really the Gemara says in a different place that Yael is considered karkaonam. She, she was just lying. She wasn't, uh, she wasn't doing a ma'aseh. She was passive. She's like the ground. So what's the Gemara's question that she's having a now? Because the Gemara says... She's greater is a sin that's done lishma than a mitzvah that's done lishma. So the Gemara says, who's a classic case of avera lishma? Yael, that she did this over here in the Shem Shabbat in order to kill Sisera. Uh, so the Gemara is just asking. How could you say that it's considered gedola avera lishma? Not much having hanaa from uh, from a sin. Would you would, would the gemara entertain to say it's gedola? It's a great thing if she's having hanaa uh, from a uh, from a sin. So comes the gemara and says, Amar biyachar mishum lebishvom yochai kol tovatan shel reshaim. Which means all the benefits that the Rishayim give to the Tzaddikim, to the Tzaddikim is considered not a benefit. It's like Sarahana. She says, Shisunina Rishayim. The Tzaddikim hate the Rishayim, Vekatsan Nefis Tzaddik Banatam. They're repulsed by any Anaha that the Rasha would offer. Hilkach Lavanai. It's like Sarahana. So the Gemara says, Shneimar, how do you know that the Tzadikim are repulsed by the Shem? They don't receive Anaa. Shneimar, Esham Edecha Pintedaberim Yaakov Mitov Veadra. God tells Lavan, make sure you don't, I'm warning you, don't talk to Yaakov, not good, not bad. I understand why God doesn't want Lavan to say anything bad. Okay, we understand, it's protect the Tzadik. Elatov Amaylo. Why? Why is God telling me? Why you speak to anything uh, good? Because even the the good, the pleasure that the Rishayim try to give the tzaddikim, it's bad for them. They have no ana. So therefore, you see what the same thing by Yaakov didn't have any pleasure. There's a difference. We understand over there by Lavan. Dilma because we were concerned that what that it's going to be considered bad because maybe he's going to mention let's say the name of avodat kuchavim like he told him lama ganafta you know why did you steal my uh, my gods so even when he was talking to him uh, nicely but still it's ra because see, he's mentioning his uh, his avodat zaraf that's why it's ra uh, mashiachin over here. Over here, she's having pleasure from a uh, biyah. Kabbara says, Elahacha, my ra'aika. So what's the ra'ah that, um, so I answered the ra'ah by Yaakov is what, and Laban's going to mention the name of his Abu Lazara. But what's the ra'ah over here? So the Kabbara says, De kashadeba zohama. Which means because the Rishaim, uh, the Goyim, that happened them, zohama. A certain impurity. And therefore, that impurity, Sisina is going to inject in Ya'il. So how can you say it's Hana'a? It's not a Hana'a at all. She's uh, repulsed by this Tum'a that's going to come into us. So therefore, she did not have a Hana'a. Comes the Gemaran says, Damar Yohanan, Nahash al in Gan Eden. When the Nahash was with Habba, Hitil Ba Zuhama. So what happened? He injected into Haba a certain type of Zuhama, it's like a poison, a Tuba. 
Yisrael she'amdu on Har Sinai, paska zohamatan. And when the Jewish people went to Har Sinai, that zohama was taken away from them. Of the kochavim she'amdu on Har Sinai, but the goyim that did not stand at Sinai, lo paska zohamatan. That tuman is still in them, therefore Sisra with with Yael. So there's no hanah, because she's getting that zohama of the uh, of the goy. So therefore, the Gemara has no problem. There is no hanah. Chalitza b'menal she'enos shiloh. We said in the Mishnah that if a person made chalitza with a shoe that does not belong to him, the chalitza is kashera. Tanu rabbanan naalo. Said in the pasuk, his shoe. Any ela naalo. That teaches me his shoe. Naal she'el kol adam minayin. How do you know you can even use somebody else's shoe? Tamudomar naal naal mikol makom. Because it says the word naal a few times in the parasha, so it comes and tells me any shoe. Ah, imken mat tamudomar naalo. So why does it say naalo then? So it says naalo haraulo. It means a shoe that's his, meaning that's his size that fits him. Prat legadon she'en yachol alochmo. Trees that say it's a big shoe they wouldn't be able to walk in it. Uprat the katar or small shoe she'en ochofe rov reglo that cannot cover the majority. So Rabbi Yosef tells Abaye, have le sandelach. Give me your sandal, we need the halitza. Rabbi Yosef tells Abaye, give me your sandal so we can make the halitza. Yaiv le sandelach de smola. So he gave him his left sandal. Amale, so Rabbi Yosef says, Imar de amurabbanan di abad. Mi amar? He tells him, what do you mean? We learned in the Mishnah that the left shoe is only bidi abad. Lechatilat's got to be the right shoe. So, so what are you giving me uh, your left shoe over here? So Amale, so Abaye tells of Yosef, sandal Even when you're asking me to use to, to use my sandal, that's also the avad. Right? The rabbis only said it's the avad. It works. Abaye was trying to tell of Yosef in a nice way that it's only the avad. So he gave him his left shoe. So therefore, Rabbi Yosef goes over and says, Wait, no, left shoe, left shoe is with the Avad. He says, Rabbi, they're using somebody else's shoes also with the Avad. This is what I meant to tell you. Which means, give it to him and let him acquire it. Which let him uh, let him make a kinyan on the shoe, at least temporarily, so it'll be his. I'm not saying to, to give him your shoes per se, but you let him make a uh, kinyan, and therefore it'll be his shoe. Therefore it'll be even. Comes the Gemara and says, Sandal Shalem. So what we say in the Mishnah, we said that if a person uses Kishira. Man Tana, who could be the author of such a statement? Amar Shemuel, the Bimiri. Has to be the Bimiri. The Tnan, Hakiteya Yotseb, Bekabsho, the Red Bimiri. Like we said on Shabbat, Hakiteya can go out with this wooden shoe, because it's considered a Naal. The Biyose, Oser. His father says, no, it's talking about a cab that's covered in leather. And therefore, even according to Rabbanan, it'll be Yotzeh, because everybody agrees that leather is a good shoe. So therefore, it's about the Mishnah, Davka, the Bimir, is going according to everybody. Now, let's uh, just give a little introduction to the next suya.
we're discussing over in Nigaim different like types of Tzara'at that manifests itself on Begadim. Let's say you have a beggar, a garment that say a negah was seen on it. So what they do is they seclude that garment for seven days. At that point the garment is called the Begad Hamsugar or Hamusgar. It's separated for seven days. And now after the seven days passes, the Quran comes and looks at the negah. If let's say it spread, it was bigger than it was, so then already they burned the Begad immediately and that's called the Begad Muhlat. That's already conclusive. It's clear that it's Tamir. Now, if let's say the Tzara'at did not spread, so then it just stayed, maintained its own level, so therefore the queen holds it for another seven days, and then after the uh, next uh, seven days, if it still stayed the way it was, they burn it. However, if it got smaller, then already it can become Tahor. So that's the difference between a Musgar Begin and a Muqlat Begin. So now the Gemara is going to analyze regarding the shoe of a uh, Halitzan, if it's one of these type of garments. Amarav Pape Meshemeh Sandal Hamusgar. So it's a Musgar. I mean, he has a Tzara'at on it. Quinn looked at it and secluded it for seven days. Lo Tahlot Zbo. You cannot use it for the mitzvah of halitza ve'im halitza but if he used it halitza ta kishela the halitza is going to be kishela now the reason why it says not tachlotz lechatechila is because you're going to see gezera they don't want him to come to use a sandal muhlat now what's the reason why a sandal muhlat is not good because since it has to be burnt so it's considered it's not there. It doesn't have a shi'ur. That therefore, it's not a shi'ur, therefore you're not yotzeh. So the rabbi Rappapé said, Achei made a gezera on a sandal muzgar, add to a sandal muhlat. Vim chalsa, chalitzata, kesherat. But b'diyavar, it is kesher, because since you don't have to burn a muzgar, it's considered a shoe, and therefore it's okay. It was sandal muhlat, which means that's already after seven days, let's say the tzara spread. So that queen comes to look to the now he says his conclusion. Why? Because since it's omed li saref, since it's being, it's standing to be burnt. So kesaruf damen. We have the hakamim have a shita of that says katute mechdad shiure. Therefore, it's not considered a shoe that's covering the majority of the foot, even though physically it is. But since it's omed li slefa, it's not considered that it's there. Therefore, it's not considered a a shoe. That that's not pepeshita. The papa mishemed rava amar ehad sandala musgar. She's a papa is lenient. He says that even a muhlat the halitza is okay. The Gemara is going to explain later on because you still see even a beged that's muhlat. The Torah calls it a beged. Ah, how can it be a beged? It's supposed to be saruf. And you see, even though it's already saref, the Torah still calls it a beged. So comes the Gemara now and asks a question. Metive bayit hamusgar. What's bayit hamusgar? It's a house. A person has, let's say, a tzara'at in his house. And the Kohen went and looked at it, now made it, let's say, a musgar. He said, okay, we've got to wait seven days and see what's going to be with it. So it says, which means if someone, let's say, goes in the house and touches, let's say, the uh, the walls, so the walls are able to render him tamer. That's tumat magav. So even if, let's say, he didn't even enter underneath the roof of the house. That would be tumat he just stick his hand, let's say, from the inside of the house and touches the inside walls. So maybe that's tumat magab muhlat. But if let's say the quake came back after seven days and it spread and he made it the house of muhlat, then it says mitoko umeachorav. 
then no matter what side of the wall he touches, whether he, even if he touches the outside of the wall of the house, is going to bring him to which means both which means even if he didn't touch anything, he just entered the house. So all the man is going to because they learn from the pasuk that says just comes into the yeah, comes into the house. He's going to be. Comes again the brighter canoes, the Isa Gadatach, Kedemechatat Dame. If you're telling me that what a muhlat is considered as what if it's burnt and therefore doesn't have a shiur, the Habaina and the Habailabayit Veleka, which means it's not a bayit, it's considered burnt. And therefore, how can you tell me Bailabayit? It's not a, a bayit. Because already when you tell me a mukhlat is considered not there, how can you tell me it's metameh bebi'ah? So comes the Gemara and says, Shani Atam, it's different. De'amar kira venatat etabayit. Just after it's a mukhlat, what do you have to do to the house? You've got to knock it down. So therefore, and the Torah still calls it a bayit. Shafilu bishat netitza karui bayin. Even at the time of the netitza, it's called a bayin. And therefore, there the muhlat is still considered, it retains its shame. Therefore, it's not a question. Tashema, we have a b'raita matlit. Matlit is a type of uh, bigot, let's say, that has a nega on it. Okay? Type of uh, uh, a cloth that has a uh, nega on it. Sheyesh bo shalosh al shalosh. Which means, let's say it's three by three, it's ba'ot. Okay, it's a small bigot. Afalpi she'en bo Which means, let's say, it does not, the, the size of the bigot, of the, the weight of the bigot, let's say, does not measure to a kezayit. Rashi explains, for example, let's say the cloth itself is very thin. And therefore, it's not a, 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 a thick uh, cloth. That one doesn't weigh the shoot of a kezai. What's the din? Kevan shenichnas rubale bayit taor. Which means, let's say, the majority of this matlit entered a house that was taor. Remember, this matlit has a, has a nega on it. The majority of it entered a house tim'atu. What happens? The whole house now becomes tameh. Because a begad that's menugah by entering a house has the ability to metameh the house. So the bride is saying, not only if the whole thing entered the house, it has three, it's about it's about three, it's what's considered the minimum shi'ud. The hadush is even if the minority, I'm sorry, the majority of the begad entered the house, so now that house has a deen of tumah. So the Gemara analyzes, my love, mukhletet. But we were talking about what type of begad was this over here. It's mukhletet. Ah, but according to what you said, the first shita, that a mukhlet is considered katutem mikhtat, shi'ura meaning it doesn't have a shi'ur, and therefore, you don't have a, a shi'ur. Only three by three goes into the house. Three by three didn't go in the house. Because you only put in the majority of the begin. And therefore, if you're putting the majority of the begin in, you tell me it's katutim mikhtat, so you didn't have a shi'ur that went into the, that went into the house. 
And the explanation of the Gemara is, if you have this garment, that's three by three, it's Pachot. And the majority of it goes in, so the Mephashim, as she's learning over here, that once the majority goes in, we consider it as if the entire garment went in. And the law is, if a garment of three by three, it's Pachot, went into a house, that's Tawar, and it has a Sarat on it, it's going to be Metameh. Oh, so therefore the Gemara's question is, what do you mean, according to the Tapeh that says, that is considered burned, so how could you tell me that little minority that's outside is going to be considered in, that's considered pulverized, therefore it's considered burnt, therefore you don't have the uh, shiur. Now from Rashi, it's mashma, if the whole bigot would be in the house, it would be okay. So the Mephashim of ask a question, the Chaurat should make no difference. Even if the whole bacon went in the house, if it's considered Chetutem Mechtat Shura, you don't have a Shi'ur, uh, even in that case. The Maharsha comes along and says, must be that there's some Gezirat uh, katuv that comes along and wants to say that even if you want to say Chetutem Mechtat, when the whole garment itself enters the, uh, the the house, the three by three, is still considered going to be able to be Metameh. In any event, that's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, Lo, Musa, it. Who told you that this three by three is a muhletet? I'll tell you it's a muskar, and therefore there's no din of chatutemich. That therefore, if the majority of the bigot went in, it's still around. I consider minority going after the majority. If it's considered three by three, the entrance. If you're learning, it's a muskar. I'll bring a question from the sefa. Hayuba kamazetim. So let's say the bigot itself is a heavy bigot. It's made up of, let's say, thick uh, uh, thread. Kevan shenichnas memena kezayit bayit ta'or, which is what's the kezayit shiur of that garment? Enters a bayit ta'or. So what's the din? Tema'atu. It makes the house tameh. Yamar peshtu ha'muchletet. If you want to say it's a muchlat, ha'inu de'etkash lemet. Which means a mesoram muhlat is compared to a met. Just like a met is metameh bekezayit, so to a muhlat is going to be metameh bekezayit. However, the elayamat musgeret amayit kash lemet. But if it's a musgar, where you get this kezayit business? We don't have a kesh between a muhlat and musgar and a met. So look at Rashi. I amat b'shlama muchletet. I know the mitzvah bechazayit. Afilu en kan beget shosh shalosh. Why? Mishum the muchlat et kashlemet. Umet mitzvah bechazayit. Vecha et kashmer. We have the sekesh. Dechtiv anati kamet, which means Aaron told the Miriam, "Don't be like a met." Because at that point she was a musgar, right? It was her first seven days. Don't make her a muhlat, because then she's going to be like a met. So you see what? Misurah muhlat is like a met, but a musgar is not. So how can you tell me over there if a kazai went in, it's going to become? Tamez, Gabra says. Do we have that Ela? Okay, the Bach has that Girsa. Ela, Shaniatam, the Amar Kera, the Saraf et a Beget. Afilu Bishat Serefa, Karui Beget. Which means I'll tell you that even at the time of the Serefa, it's called a Beget. And therefore, even if it's a Beget Muhlat, Still, even if the majority went in the house, it's going to be metameh'ai, we said it's going to be burnt, doesn't matter, but still it's called a begin. The Torah calls it a begin. So therefore, we consider it, it's there, and therefore it goes after the majority, and therefore it's going to be metameh'ai. So the question is then, why you learn from, 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 from uh, Tum'at, Halitza? 
Which is why did Rabbi say that a muhlat begin a shoe he cannot make halitza because she got to burn it. But I mean, but the Torah calls it a begin still. So therefore, it should be considered a shoe like a halitza. So the Gemara gives a rule: isur mitubalu gamlinan. We don't learn the laws of isur from the laws of tumah. Because the laws of Tumara, she says, is a Hidush. Shilchot Tumah Hidushu. The whole thing is Hidush. Why this year? Why this no? So you can't learn from a Hidush to the cases of Halitza. So even though the Torah calls it a beggar, the Enyan Tumah, it's not necessarily a beggar, the Enyan. Halitza, therefore, Halitza ta, Pesula, Kotra Pape. Amarava, Hilcheta, Echad Sandala Musgar. Whether it's a musgar, ve'ahad sandal, shemuchlat, whether it's muchlat, ve'ahad sandal, shemuchlat, kochavim. We had some cases now. That's a sandal, let's say they were wearing it in order to go, uh, they, were, they, were, they were transporting the avodah zarah, let's say, from one place to another place, and they were wearing these shoes, which is, it was serving the avodah zarah. They were using it to serve the avodah zarah, uh, as they were moving it from place to place. No tahlots. In all these cases, they should not use it. Lechat tehila, teshuvim halza, halitzata, keshira rebedi abad. It's okay. Now we understand. According to the muhlat, we can explain why. But I'll tell you, it's considered a bigot. According to this, I'll tell you, it's going to go to the papa, the second chita, that will learn the laws of isur from the laws of tumah. And since by the laws of tumah, it causes a Begit. So if I say Filinian Khalitza is considered a begit. Fine. So that, that explains that. But what about the um the deen of Sandash Ravodat Kukavim? So we have a rule over here that a sandal that was used to serve Abu Dazara, like in this case over here, it's not omed la Abu Dazara. I mean sorry, it's not omed the srefa. It's not really needed to be burnt because Avodah Zarah, the Oved Kukharim can be vatenet. Which means if the Oved Kukharim, let's say, comes along and nullifies his Avodah Zarah, it's considered nullified. So therefore, since in this case Oved, the Avodah Zarah could be nullified, so there weren't so much on the shoe that served the Avodah Zarah. And even though, let's say, he didn't be vatenet it yet. It's okay. Because there's a which is that she's learning, even though the goy did not mevatel it, since he can mevatel it, the point is not considered that you have to burn it. And since you have to consider burning, it, consider a shoe, and therefore, the I don't use it because it's ma'us. I don't want to use a shoe that would have any connection to Avodah Zarah. But with the Avad, the shoe would be okay. However, shel takrovet Avodat Kukavim? Which means, if let's say the shoe itself or the bag was considered, let's say, a gift to the Avodah Zarah, she now it's more like a Qurban to the Avodah Zarah, that's already on a higher level. And the deen is, that's a shoe that comes from a city that the majority of its inhabitants worship the Avodah Zarah. And what do you got to do to that city? You have to burn everything. Well, let's say there was a Tamir Akam, and they designated certain shoes that they're going to dress him at the time of the burial. When they bury him, I guess uh, before they bury him, they're going to put these shoes on him for the Kavod of the myth. So the deal in these cases is lot tahlots. Again, that's the takrovat avodah zara irani da'ad and the shoe for the zakin. Do not make halitza with these shoes. Vim halsa halitza ta pesula. Let's go one at a time because the the korban for avodah zara has to be burnt. 
That's different than a guy using something to serve Avodah Zarah. This is actually a korban to the Avodah Zarah. Since it has to be burnt, it's katutem mechtat shaurah. Eiranidachat, all the property in the city has to be burnt. Uh, what about to consider the, 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 the shoe of the zakim? Because the deen is that only a shoe that's designated for walking purposes is considered a minahal. However, this is a shoe that it doesn't uh, walk on it. So therefore it's not considered a shoe. Therefore, halitzata... Which is, when they used to in Betin, Betin, it seems to have a designated shoe, that when somebody would come to make Halitza, they would give uh, the guy the shoe. But this shoe is also not made for walking, it's used for Halitza, it's used for, uh, for a ritual, for a ceremony. No. So the Mashiach tells him, Ilu which is if let's say the shali on the betin, one of the, the, the workers in the betin, right? He would want to wear the shoe. Would the betin be makpid? Why they not, they're not going to be makpid on him because it's really made for uh, walking. Mashiach, if somebody would wear this shoe that was designated for the met. This is a kavot shoe, it's not a wearing shoe. So what's the difference? Even though you never wore it, let's say, for walking, but since there wouldn't be makpid if he would use it for walking, so therefore it's considered a na'al or a sadam. Mashiach, the one of the men, is not. Let's just read uh, Rashi. Mishel zaken, top line. Ha'asui l'chbodo, l'techriche mitav. I use it as part of his uh, shrouds. Hu'il velo l'hilucha abid. Since it's not for walking purposes, lav na'alu de bedina namesa. That's your betinu miyachid lachalitza. It seems the betinu used to have a designated shoe for the halitza. So the Gemara's answer is no. But that can potentially be used for walking. Nobody would be makpid. But shaking on the sandal of the uh, zaken, there would be makpid if it was not considered a shoe. Amen. Amen.